Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. This meeting yesterday actually delivered results for the American people. And quite frankly, the people of China and people around the world. But the American people benefited from this sit-down together between President Xi and President Biden. I realize politics gets involved in all this stuff. Like Nikki Haley just said, Biden's meeting with President Xi was embarrassing. Um, I, I, you know, you have to uh, the, 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 the praise your side or beat down the other side. But... These meetings with evil dictators and the breathy coverage of them, like, look, at they've become friends and this is paving the way for how do you know? What are you talking about? Do you remember when George Bush said he looked into Putin's soul or whatever and saw a good man? How did that turn out? President Xi smiling at Joe Biden and calling him old friend is not an indication of anything. At all. The guy has a million slaves. He took over Hong Kong and beat people down in the streets. I'm hearing cynicism and anti-Chinese bias personally, but uh, perhaps we can ask Josh Rogan, global opinions columnist for the Washington Post and author of Chaos Under Heaven, Trump, Xi, and the Battle for the 21st Century. Josh, I'm excited about this new era of friendship and cooperation. Aren't you? Man, I hate to be the the spoiler. I hate to dash all of your (laughs) newly found excitement and your newly found... Uh, enthusiasm about this new era of great power relations between the United States and China. And, uh, you know, I think, for, frankly, for like, you know, the, the problem with being a, a journalist who covers China all the time is that, like, every once in a while there'll be this, like, moment where 10,000 journalists want to write about China. And then 
9,990 of them have no idea what they're talking about. <laughs> and then, you know, they'll, so they come up with two things, like, oh, China good, China bad. And that's, like, as, as far as you could get. Now, you guys are way past that because you've been having me on your show for the last five years. So you are clued in, along with your listeners, by the way, to the fact that the truth is that this relationship is going one way and that way is down. And that's not because there's China hawks in Washington, and it's not because of Nikki Haley or Mike Pompeo or even Donald Trump or even Joe Biden. It's because Xi Jinping is on the order of one of the worst mass-murdering totalitarian dictators we've seen. And he's he's doing what they call the Great Leap Backwards, which is not an opening up, and which is not a reform, which is not a lot of the BS that he said that assembled... Did you see that dinner with like they had like you know you had to pay forty thousand dollars to hear Xi Jinping tell you that everything's okay, and Elon Musk was there and Tim Cook and all these guys just like lining up to kiss the, the emperor's ring. It's gross. It's disgusting on a moral and a human level, but it's also really stupid because uh, the fact is that you know what's going on in China. Although we can't really know for sure, it doesn't look good. But Josh, didn't you hear? He he said he might give us some more pandas. I just feel like you're overlooking the important parts. Well, here's the thing about the pandas. And don't get me started on the pandas. Okay? <laughs> Go ahead. I've got a gripe about the pandas. Now, okay, listen. Those first of all, do you know what happened with the pandas? They spread all these propaganda in China that we were mistreating the pandas. No, I they didn't know that. So there was this whole for months. There was a one of the pandas was sick, not the ones in Washington and. But in the U.S., and, uh, you know, he was getting the best care that pandas could possibly get. But he still, he looked sick, you know. So they spread this picture around China, and they convinced a billion Chinese people that we were mistreating the pandas. That's why they took back the pandas. Oh. They created a crisis inside their own country. So that should tell you all you need to know about what's going on in Beijing. It's not about us. It's not, we're like, we're Americans. We're so solipsistic. We think, oh, if we just have the right policy, if we just say the right thing, right. everything's going to be fine with China. But it's really not about us. What's going on in China is about China. And it doesn't look good. And this guy, she is getting worse and worse. Just think, in the last month, right, the foreign minister disappeared. The defense minister disappeared. The former premier dropped dead. You know, you've got CEOs of major conglomerates falling out of windows at an unprecedented rate. You know, none of that has anything to do with us. That's what happens inside of a crime organization, inside of a mafia organization. You, you're constantly purging the capos and you're constantly getting rid of all the rivals or you get murdered. That's how this that's what the CP, CCP is. It's a, it's a crime family. And he's the, the Don Xi Jinping. We should call him Don Xi Jinping. OK, so what do you do with that? OK, well, I think and to be honest, the Biden administration is that are not crazy theory of it, which is sort of like, you know, you try to talk to them and then you do a lot of stuff with the allies, which makes perfect sense. But then when Joe Biden gets, you know, in front of him, he just can't help himself. He's like, oh, he's my friend. I spend 86 hours traveling with him. It's not true, by the way. He, has, he always says this. He's like, oh, we, we spent we 17,000 miles. It was like 1,000 miles. He's like, 91 hours we spent together. It's like five. And so, <laughs> there's this famous story that Joe Biden always tells about him and Xi Jinping. He told it again this week. He was like, we were standing on the edge of the Tibetan Plateau. Joe Biden's never been to the Tibetan Plateau, okay? 
Wow. All right, you know, but you know before before you go any further, because we read your recent column and it's terrific as usual. But it, it, I can accept having been into this sort of thing for like my entire adult life that there is a certain naivete and almost Stockholm syndrome, uh, battered spouse uh, syndrome among the American people. We're convinced if we just are good to them or nice to them or generous to them, they'll stop hitting us, essentially, or they'll right. become a good cooperative country. I get that. I can accept that. People have their lives. They're not up on this stuff. But if the president in the United States actually believes his own bull crap, like the stories you're just describing, that's awful. Do you have any sense of, is that just old Joe Scranton Joe spinning yarns, or do you think he believes that stuff? A little from column A and a little from column B, you know, I think, you, you know, but here's the thing. Here's the crazy thing. Every president does that. Every president, says, I've, I've been a journalist for 20 years. Every single one, George H.W. Bush, Bill Clinton, Obama, Trump, Biden, they all thought they could charm the dictators, okay? They all think they're dictator charmers. But with Putin, too, by the way, remember, Obama did the reset, then Trump wanted to meet with Putin, and Biden was trying to do a reset, but then they invaded Ukraine. So there's this. You're right. It's like a. It's like a nice thing about Americans that we think if we just charm these dictators, we're going to convince them that they shouldn't be dictators anymore. And uh, it's like losing the football, you know. And we just keep going. We just keep falling for it. We just keep falling for it, you know. Eventually, we got to realize that, uh, you know, psychopathic, uh, genocidal, murder, mass murdering, totalitarian, aggressive dictators probably not going to change their stripes. They've made their call on what they're going to be. You know what I mean? And we just have to deal with that. Where are you on the likelihood that, because if I'm President Xi and I actually am planning to invade Taiwan at some point, I'm going to do it while Joe Biden is still president because he's, he's, he's an old man with a party with a lot of problems. Why wouldn't you do it now? Well, he's not ready now. So that's one problem. You know, you need a, a he's preparing. You know, that's why people say 2027. And I don't think that's like a, any sort of magical date. I just think that's like kind of around when he'll be ready. He needs the, the invasion force, he needs the economic independence. You know, they're stockpiling food. Why are they doing that? They're stockpiling food and fuel all over China. And then he needs the nuclear deterrent to keep us at bay. Which they're building a thousand nuclear weapons. Why are they doing that? I thought we just had a nice meeting. You're still building a thousand nuclear weapons? Didn't we have a nice meeting? You know, so one thing is they're not ready. Second thing is there's something going on in Taiwan that we never talk about, which is that, like, they're going to have this big election in January. Uh, you know, if they elect the pro-Chinese side, which could happen, by the way, uh, then that could change his calculus. He's going to wait to see what happens in Ukraine, see if we have the sticking power there or not. Mm. So, I mean, I, I think, like, invasion is, is, like, probably his last resort. Maybe he could take Taiwan without invading. Wouldn't you rather do that if you were him? So, right. you know, I think he's going to take Taiwan one way or the other, but if he can get it without the war, I think he's going to try that first, to be honest. Interesting. Yeah, honestly, I've been reading a bit about the opposition party and how worn they are to China and how they're ahead in the polls, and so we'll have to watch that. But China's also facing some pretty serious economic headwinds, not all of a sudden, but that nobody was talking about a year or two ago. Josh, how significant do you think that is? Right. No, I think it's really significant, and I think, but I think people draw the wrong conclusion. You know, people in Washington, they're like, oh, China's having uh, uh, problems economically, that means we don't have to do anything. We can go back to sleep. They're just going to collapse under their own weight. That's what, you know, the pro-China people in Washington say. They're like, oh, they're not 10 feet tall. They're only 6 feet tall, so we can all go back to sleep. It's fine. And what I say is that 
No, actually, when Xi Jinping, it doesn't have that economic, you know, benefit to show his people to bolster his legitimacy. Uh, that's when the, he's going to get more aggressive externally. He's got to blame that on somebody that's us. So actually, he gets more dangerous the worse their economy gets, not less dangerous. That's what I think. Again, based on everything we know about every dictator ever. So I'm watching some of the coverage on the cable news, and they're talking about, as you see, Joe Biden and uh, Xi Jinping walking through the garden. Looks like the beginning of a friendship and a thawing. I mean, how do you react to that sort of commentary? <laughs> it's really, I mean, it's really good for Xi Jinping. That's exactly what he, what he needed. You know what I mean? He's like, you know, facing a lot of trouble at home. Imagine you're inside the Chinese system and you're looking at this mess, the economic mess, COVID, all of that stuff. You're looking at Xi Jinping like, dude, you know, you better get your act together. Then he's like, you know what would really be good is, oh, maybe I can get, like, you know, some really great pictures of all of the world's leaders, you know, telling me I'm the cat's meow. That's exactly what he got. So we know what Xi Jinping got from this. I don't know what we got. Uh, resumption of communication is really not a thing that we should be, like, you know, really celebrating. That's That should be, like, the minimum, I think. I don't know. Maybe I'm crazy. No, I, yeah, Josh, I saw you r- write that, and I, I agreed. Th- th- touting the fact that they're now willing to take our phone calls, yeah, that is, like, the minimum requirement of a friendship. And they then they, and they, and they, and they haven't done it yet. They've just said they would in the future. There's no guarantee they will still take our phone calls. Josh Rogan's the Global yeah, Opinions he, columnist for the Washington Post. Go ahead, Josh. If, if you were my best friend for 25 years, I would hope you would take my phone call. But right. you didn't answer by his phone call for a year. What mm-hmm. kind of friend is that? Right. Friends like that who needs enemies. Yeah. So uh, my final question, it's a sprawling one, and you could write uh, not one but uh, multiple books on the topic, is uh, how goes the great uh, decoupling or disentangling of the uh, economies? You know, it goes, you know, I, I, I think, like, you know, in the end, we're going to have to figure out what we have to decouple and what we don't have to. You know, like, if you want to talk about, like, toys and bicycles, I'm, I don't think we need to decouple from toys and bicycles. You know, if they want to, you know, man, man, put a bunch of Marriott hotels in China, I'm okay with that. But when it comes to the AI, to the nuclear secrets, and to the top silicon chips, and to the things that make our missiles you know, missiles, no, we're we going to have to decouple from that. When it comes to masks, when it comes, we don't, I guess we're going to need our own masks because there's going to be another pandemic. And then what we really need to decouple, guys, is the money. We need to stop having our Wall Street firms send our retirement funds, our pension funds, into the hands of the companies that are building the machine that's pointed against us. That's the crazy part of the decoupling that we can't get around to, which is the fact that Wall Street firms and their bosses, who are all paid $40,000 to clap and do standing ovations for Xi Jinping last night, they're all taking your money, your savings, your retirement, and they're investing it in companies that are committing atrocities and building the military that's pointed right at us. And that seems crazy. So, uh, I mean, you know, you're right. That's going to have to be a whole other book, if not a whole other show. And uh, we could be talking about TikTok as well. We were earlier on the show, the fact that we let the communist Chinese at least uh, in some measure control the number one news source for our young. It's a suicidal you know, thing we're engaged in, but it's unbelievable. Uh, we'll talk about that more another time, Josh. I hope you can come on and, and chat again soon. Anytime. All right. How, thanks a million. How good was that? Armstrong and Getty. Hey, guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! 
Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy. And we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. Have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast.